This is Carte Blanche, the podcast. One story every day that matters. Delve into the issues that impact you. Whether you're in need of a better understanding of the world around you or simply seeking inspiration or unique perspectives, you'll find it all here. Minibus taxis, a thorn in the side of many a motorist, but an absolute necessity for millions of South Africans going to and from work each day. Apart from the risk these minibuses sometimes pose, the people behind this highly profitable industry face threats of a different kind. McFarlane Muledi went to Cape Town to spend the day with a taxi boss, and what he witnessed was something out of an action movie. Private security officers towering over him with semi-automatic rifles, the threat of shootouts, and beyond the violence and politics, a family man. An industry laced with fear and loathing, apparently chaotic, unruly, and largely unregulated. It's threatening, a law unto itself. But Take a step back from the noisy chaos and something else emerges. A minibus taxi industry that's surprisingly organized, meticulously run, often with an iron fist. This is Nkosi Ekaya Mnyanzeli. Just 39, he owns seven taxis and is the chairman of a long-distance taxi association in Cape Town. He is a taxi boss. Powerful, influential, and wealthy. Being a taxi boss means you call the shots, but that comes at a price. It's a cutthroat business, and if you don't watch out, you'll get taken out. In this industry, things just happen, and you don't know why. You didn't even know there was an issue. I was sitting in the car. I heard the bullets hitting my body. It was at the Nyanga taxi rank back in 2015. Nine bullets fired at his car, hitting him in the neck, left arm, and the left side of his back. But it was not Nkosekaya's day to die. It's dangerous because if you have a high profile, you have more enemies because people want your position. In the taxi industry, there is money, but there is also death. We're being given a rare glimpse into the secretive, often sinister world, an insight into a day in the life of a taxi boss. He's meeting with someone there from Santapo, but the guards are always there, heavily armed. We're in for quite a ride. We're quickly going to the rank here, and then from there to the rank in Nyanga, and finally to Belleville. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. There's a seriousness about Nkose Kaya. He's softly spoken and reserved, not what you'd expect from a tough taxi boss persona. From humble beginnings as an Avanza driver in Umtata in 2001, he rose through the ranks, becoming a taxi owner by 2016. Now, he's a taxi association chairman, a respected position among his peers. Everyone is scared to be a chairman, because if you're going to be a chairman, you are going to be killed. I told them that if they want me to be a chairman, I want guards. 
Gosekaya isn't being dramatic. Just this week, there was an attempted hit outside the office where we first met him. One of his guards was shot in the leg. If you see the dangers, you're dangerous. There are challenges. Why do you still do it? I was raised here. I'm able to make money here and I'm able to raise my kids. And I have a house now through this business. It's a bloody business shrouded in controversy, synonymous with violence. When they don't need you anymore, they don't ask you to step down. They just bring you down with a gun. You come home with your child, they shoot you. Wherever you are going, they shoot you. When I leave my house, I have protection with me. Here, scores are often settled through the barrel of a gun. And not just in Cape Town, across the country. Amateur video clips show just how ruthless this industry can be. In Johannesburg, a taxi boss is shot in the head at point-blank range. In the same city, a taxi boss is ambushed in a hail of bullets in a failed hit. And in Tabecha, a gunman crosses a busy road with a semi-automatic rifle, letting rip in yet another taxi assassination. In 2021, 123 taxi-related murders were recorded. So far this year, there's been shootings every single month. So it's all about the money and securing your route, which often means eliminating your competition. And this applies even to regular road users. The industry transports close to 70% of South Africans with an estimated 15 million commuter trips every day. And none are spared its wrath when that market share is threatened. Not even private companies transporting staff or the local school lift club. Basically, a taxi association pulled the vehicle over, demanded that the vehicle is not allowed to move. Leon Olafir owns a construction business in Johannesburg. His staff use a company truck to get to and from work. But that's not permitted by local taxi associations who often confiscate the vehicle keys, if not the entire car. I need to go in, come and negotiate fees with him. But this hardly sounds fair because obviously this, this, it, it's illegal. It's not acceptable. It affects everybody. If you live in your area, your mother, your sister, your brother stays there and they all work in the same direction, so they're not allowed to take transport with you, so you can't use your own vehicle. That's not on. The taxi bosses say it's nothing personal, just business, protecting market share and profits. At 6am, the taxis start operating. Then we don't want anyone taking staff at that time. You're taking from my income. That was meant for me. Business in a free market doesn't work like that. But this is an industry that doesn't like to play by the rules. And not even the bosses themselves are immune. Wherever he goes, Nkosekai is accompanied by a team of guards moving in convoy. As we get closer to the rank, the mood in the car changes. The guard is on high alert. When I get to the rank, there is a place where people can take chances. 
I see that your protection gets out first. Why? Because they need to make sure that the place I'm coming to is safe for me to get out. This is where long-distance bookings are made. Cash is collected and paid over to the taxi owners. So, Chair, nobody has tried to come in at Hatilama safe? No, not at all. Yeah. Yeah. How much more or less? Like, the chairman is reluctant to put a figure to it, but confirms it's a lot of cash. To give you an idea, on average, a long-distance taxi makes a monthly profit of around 37,000 rand, while on a short-distance route, that figure is roughly 25,000 rand. And with about 250,000 minibus taxis operating in South Africa, it's an industry easily worth more than 50 billion rand a year. Of this, SARS reports that only 5 million rand is paid in company taxes. But industry bodies insist they contribute billions to the country through VAT on car sales and fuel levies. With much at stake, the industry has developed and enforces its own rules of engagement. We stop off at a gathering of taxi bosses. Here is our office. This is where you plan the meetings and the way of working is planned. And the payments are being planned here and everything that needs to be done. The bosses are about to have a meeting, so um, they've asked us to please step out just a little bit so we can give them a little bit of privacy. Taxi associations are made up of taxi owners. The more taxis you have, the more say you get. A chairman wields significant power over the committee. He settles disputes and is central to route allocations. Sometimes, Sometimes there are drivers that are drinking. Others go out with the taxi and don't sleep because they've been drinking. Do you have to be tough as a chairman? While rank managers take care of the day-to-day -day issues, taxi bosses still have to keep the drivers in line. Because the same disregard for the rules of the road that makes ordinary motorists see red often hits taxi bosses in the pocket. That's clear at our next stop, a panel beater. Ngwese Kai needs to check on a recently damaged taxi. Mr. Andrew, how are you? I'm good, Chief. It looks like it was a big accident. Yeah. Yes, it was damaged, but I told him to redo it completely and make it right, because I don't want to put it on the road if it's not in a good condition. Every passenger must feel safe in my taxi. And the safety of his family is also non-negotiable. Even collecting his children from school is done with a convoy of armed guards. So one of the most dangerous parts of being in this industry is leaving home or coming home. His 13-year-old son, Vuisane, is waiting for him at home. I don't want them to be in the taxi industry at all. No, I always tell them that you are going to be a doctor and you are going to be a lawyer. I wish they can be educated so that their lives are not cut short. And yet, it's a live and die by the sword reality that Nkosekaya and others like him have made their peace with, often paying the ultimate violent price.
talk about occupational risk. With all the threats, having to live life under constant protection and your family surrounded by guns and grudges, we can't help but wonder if it's all worth it. Thanks for joining yet another episode of Carte Blanche, the podcast. Keep the conversation going online. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Don't forget to rate and review us. Your feedback is always appreciated. And subscribe to our podcast to ensure you don't miss a single episode.